Welcome back to another episode of SJHL Insider presented by SGI. My name is Jeremy Corrigan, media manager for the Saskatchewan Junior Hockey League. And it's an exciting day because obviously it's episode two of SJHL Insider. But today I am not alone. And it's probably because nobody wants to hear me talk for an hour straight. So we are bringing in our good friend, producer Clark, Clark Monroe. Clark, how are we doing today? I'm doing great, Jeremy. It is, uh, I will gladly listen to you talk for an hour. And uh, it's glad, I'm, uh, it's, I'm pumped to be back uh, on a broadcast with you. This is fun. It's going to be very fun. And essentially, Clark's going to be uh, my assistant. He's going to help me out uh, when we don't have in-studio guests, which is exciting. But it is going to be a lot of fun. And it's been a whole lot of fun the first week of the SJHL season. We've seen some very exciting games, and we might as well get into our hat trick of topics to start the show. Yeah, so uh, we're going to have a little fancy thing pop up here really soon where we're going to It's going to be fun. Yeah, no, yeah. not today, but just be ready for it because it's coming. Uh, but the first topic of today's hat trick is Tuesdays and Wednesdays game. Now, yeah. there, was, there was some really interesting games going on mm -hmm. the last couple of days. So, Jeremy, let's get into it. Let's start with uh, Tuesday. And uh, I know Director Jordan's going to be able to bring up uh, the schedule here for us in just a sec. So, start with Tuesday. There were some really interesting finales in that one. Yeah, the Estevan Bruins picking up uh, their first win of the season in Nipawin, winning 4-1 to one, uh, against the uh, Nipawin Hawks. The Estevan Bruins are in their first win of the season, obviously bouncing back. Uh, a big 4-1 win. Uh, for Estevan on the road, you know, getting their first win of the season after I think uh, they were a little disappointed after being swept against the Yorkton Terriers. And then a, really a thriller in Kindersley between the Notre Dame Hounds and the Kindersley Clippers, really back and forth. Jared Sitch had an outstanding game, two goals, including the shootout winner. And you have to give Kindersley credit too. Like they were down late in the third period and scoring the tying goal with just a second on the clock. A thriller at the West Central Event Center on Tooney Tuesday. Oof, Tooney Tuesday. And, and the other great part about that, too, is that those were two teams that had a, a bit of a rough start, right? Yep. Like, they were both went into that game 0-2, and it just goes to show how exciting I think this whole season's going to be because that's a 5-4 shootout game, right? Like, well, that's Notre, exciting. Notre Dame would was 0-1 going into oh, the game because right. of the cancellation from Sunday. Thank but, you. Uh, Regardless, they still get their first win of the season, which is it's great for them. But uh, as we move to Wednesday, three games on the schedule in the Saskatchewan Junior Hockey League. And two teams that were 2-0 going into the game uh, improved to 3-0. But we'll start at the top, the Nippon Hawks. Uh, they bounced back. An impressive 6-3 win over the Estevan Bruins. Um, it was a great uh, contest. Estevan was actually up 3-2 late in the second period, but we've really seen the offense of the Nippon Hawks come into fruition to start this season. And of course, we'll hear more about the Estevan Bruins and their start to the season with our guest today, the voice of the Bruins, Nolan Kowal. But the Nippon Hawks bouncing back at home, winning 6-3, a very uh, a great bounce-back performance for the Hawks. And then you also have the Battle for North Stars jumping out and winning 6-1 against the Notre Dame Hounds and the Yorkton Terriers with a 3-1 win over the Weyburn Red Wings to improve to 3-0. So there's two teams right now, Clark, in the Saskatchewan Junior Hockey League that are 3-0, that being the Yorkton Terriers and the Battle for North Stars, both teams off to a really great start. Absolutely. And, you know, Yorkton was a team, I think, from, from last year. We saw that scrappy playoff uh, performance by mm -hmm. them, and they came in. Uh, a lot of guys got one year older, and as you know, in, in junior hockey, that turnover is really important. They kept some really important players. They're getting great goaltending so far, and they were able to beat Weyburn. Battlefords comes out. Big time scoring from, uh, from Kesslering over there, uh, obviously putting up the hat trick. 
Um, but one thing too, Jeremy, and maybe we'll talk about this a little bit when Nolan joins you, is the big headline out of the Estevan, uh, Estevan Nippowin game might be Cam Hurtlicka and his injury status. What's that going to be for them? So uh, another really interesting night because a lot of things are coming from those games, a lot of storylines coming. So uh, a great, great night. And yeah, I think I, I, I wrote in the article on sjhl.ca when it comes to uh, the recap from Wednesday night is one thing in that battle for game that I think is going to be overlooked because of the score of being 6-1 to one, uh, was the outstanding performance in between the pipes from uh, Josh Kotai. 40 saves on 41 shots, and you wouldn't expect that uh, from a goaltender, you know, when his team wins 6-1, but... Notre Dame threw a lot of pucks towards the front of the net, and he's been sharp uh, ever since uh, kind of taking the reins in between the pipes for the Balfour North Stars, um, you know, since halfway through the first game of the season. And, I mean, you and I have both been involved in this league now. I mean, Jeremy and I used to work together with the Estevan Bruins several years ago, um, but we know that a good and a hot goaltender in this mm -hmm. league can take you a long, long way. Uh, so if, if they're going to start getting performances like this uh, and, you know, if this guy can keep running with this, uh, this could put Battlefords in a whole new level in terms of what they're able to do this season. Although they're also a very good team in front of them as well, uh, a hot goalie and a good goalie in this league can elevate you to a whole new level. And they have two great goalies in Battlefords, to say the least, and a team that I know a lot of people have been talking highly about uh, this SJHL season. And you mentioned Stephen Kesslering, three goals uh, last night for the Battleford North Stars. Already off to a good start this week. Maybe he's going to be uh, the MVP of the week, but that's kind of where we go into our second topic. Yeah, the second topic of the hat trick today is going to be looking back at the players of the week from opening weekend. Uh, so we have that as well on the uh, on the screen here, Jordan, uh, if you want to bring that up. Uh, so the SGU MVP of the week was Brady Kaisman from the Nippon Hawks. Yes, and Kaisman was... He continues uh, to go with that as well. Yeah, Braden Kaisman was outstanding for the Hawks uh, in opening week. Uh, two goals, three assists. I saw him in Nipwin in that 5-2 uh, win against the Flin Flon Bombers. And Nipwin really playing an exciting brand of hockey, putting a lot of pucks on net. They play fast, they play physical, and uh, they really like to generate a lot of offense, which is uh, obviously really exciting. And for all the fans at the cage, they are going to be very excited with that brand of hockey. And worth mentioning, in that 6-3 win last night for the Nipwin, Hawks against the Estevan Bruins, who had a hat trick, and it was Braden Kiesman. So he's off to a hot start this season and well-deserving of MVP of the week. Absolutely. Might be a repeat performance as well. Well, we'll see. Stephen Kessler has something to exactly. say about it right now. Early. It's early. We'll uh, see. The Sastel goalie of the week, Joel Favreau of the Melford Mustangs. What can you say? Yeah, he's been, I mean, uh, going into this season on our other show, SJHL Weekly, uh, with our, our good friends, Jamie Nugabauer and Rory McGoran, both said, you know, Joel Favreau is, you know, there's a good chance he's going to be the top goaltender in the Saskatchewan Junior Hockey League this season, and he kind of proved it in opening weekend. Two goals against in two games. Obviously, the first game, the results weren't there, but that was a tough game in Flin Flon where uh, between both goalies, they only allowed a goal, and there was an empty netter. But then the next night, he, you know, he goes out, and he uh, just allows one in a picture-perfect weekend, I would say, for Favreau in between the pipes. Well-deserving, only allowing the two goals, and He's going to have to be big this weekend because they have a stiff test with their home-and-home home Friday, Saturday against the Humboldt Broncos. But, of course, we will get to that later on in the show. But well-deserving uh, for Favreau. And speaking of Rory and Jamie, you mentioned them earlier. They both agreed that this next player 
might be a candidate for Rookie of the Year. Karsten Cater getting the direct, rest, direct West Rookie of the Week uh, from the humble Broncos yeah, after and a by, good first game. And by talking to both of them, it sounds like, you know, for Karsten, we're probably going to be seeing him in Rookie of the Week uh, quite a bit this season. And, and there was a lot to like from the humble Broncos in um, their first game of the season. And unfortunately, obviously, they didn't get to play that second game. But uh, a 7-2 win over the Notre Dame Hounds in their first game of the year on Saturday. Uh, you know, a lot to like from that team's performance. And one of them uh, was Karsten's performance. Two assists in his SJHL debut. And really, the sky's the limit for him this season. And I, I think we're going to be seeing a lot of him when it comes to uh, the rookie of the week status uh, for presented by Direct West uh, this season. And, and like Rory said on SJHL Weekly on Monday, he's in a great situation. Uh, it's a great team. Mm -hmm. He's got some great players around him to kind of not insulate him, but kind of right. let him kind of play a, a, but he an can important learn role from the them. team and they yeah. can learn. Absolutely. A lot of, lot of uh, upside for Karsten Cater. And, uh, and finally, the defenseman of the week, Tyson Perkins from those Yorkton Terriers we mentioned earlier, undefeated so far. Tyson Perkins, one of those big players for them. I think they're going to expect a lot from him this year. Yeah, and I don't think I don't think a lot of people thought the Yorkton Terriers would sweep the Estevan Bruins for opening weekend, but they did. Two outstanding performances, obviously spoiling the banner-raising performance in Estevan on the Friday night and then Saturday night. Uh, the home opener for the Terriers in their 50th anniversary season and having a great performance. And, and Perkins had an assist in, in each game for the Terriers, and he's going to be a big part of that back end for the Terriers this season. And uh, he played a big role uh, last night in their, or Wednesday night, I should say, just in case whenever you're watching or listening to this, uh, for the Yorkton Terriers as they earn that 3-1 win over the Weyburn Red Wings to improve to 3-0. and And Yorkton's off to a great start, and, and Perkins is uh, a big reason why. There you go. So that's going to be topic number two for the hat trick. And then we move on to the number three, uh, the hat trick point, as you will. Uh, this is going to be the showcase. Now, this is a big one every year for the SJHL. Uh, I remember the early days of the showcase and how it's developed mm -hmm. since then in the wonderful facility in Warman. Jeremy, you're going to be there. Uh, mm -hmm. Our crew is going to be there. We're right. going to be doing some broadcasting from there. Tell the fans about what's going on in the showcase, I guess, and uh, what they can expect from both us as the SJHL media team and as well as everything else going on there. We got two games, two games on Sunday, four games on Monday, four games on Tuesday, and two games on Wednesday. Whew. Each team playing two games at the Legends Arena in Warman. It's going to be outstanding hockey to say the least. Of course, the SJHL has partnered with SaskTel, so you can watch all the games on SaskTel Max, and I do believe on uh hockey tv as well and also i think on sastel's facebook as well oh uh, that's what it's always been in the past so uh lots of ways to watch the games this year and it all kicks off uh sunday afternoon as the kindersley clippers face off against larange ice wolves and then the nippon hawks take on those yorkton terriers which will be a great matchup but a lot of hockey in a short period of time and you're going to see a lot of content coming from the sjhl uh twitter account facebook instagram tiktok YouTube, websites. Am I missing one? Have we got a be real yet? Because this is a new oh, a new boy, thing we got to make. We might have to get on that. Nah, let's, <laughs> let's let's not get on. Pump the brakes. Yeah, let's pump the brakes on uh, be real. But yeah. uh, I mean, we've b both been to showcases in the past. It's such a great league event. We've seen uh, you know they're expecting over a hundred scouts to be at the events. You know, for all these great players in the Saskatchewan Junior Hockey League that definitely deserve the exposure that they deserve and hopefully that will help them advance to that next level because that's what the SJHL and Junior A hockey is all about helping players get 
to that next level. Mm. And I, you know, I speak about the early days of the showcase, going back to when you and I were in Estevan, uh, how it used to be kind of an all-star format where yeah. they would put different teams from different age groups, almost in an all-star team. Uh, and it's developed into uh, something that means a little bit more because these games actually have physical meaning in the standings. These games matter in the mm -hmm. league. So it's more of a real game setting rather than a bunch of players thrown together that have never played together. And I, I really like how they've changed that. I, I firsthand, Jeremy, have seen players get scholarships mm -hmm. because of how the, the scouts viewing them at this showcase. Uh, you know, I think of David Robertson sure. with the Estevan Bruins back in the day. I remember a scout, I was talking to a scout, and he signed with that team uh, going into college. So this is a very important uh, week and a week, you know, few days uh, for these players. And a lot of these scouts uh, get a lot of information from these games. So it's an exciting four days. Uh, and I can't wait to see all the stuff that's going to come out of it as well, content-wise. We're going to get to know some players by the sounds of it. We're going to get to know some some of the sponsors and, and teams, that are players that are involved, people that are involved in the teams. So uh, I can't wait to see what you get up to there, Jeremy. It's exciting. It's busy. Uh, it's a lot of fun. And just to put a bow on the SJHL showcase, last year in the Saskatchewan Junior Hockey League, 60 players ended up uh, being committed following that season. But... Our guest for today's show, Nolan Kowal, is on the line. He joins us from the beautiful community of Estevan, which I know Clark and I have definitely spent some time. There he is. Hey, Nolan, how's it going? I'm doing very well, Jeremy. How are you? I'm doing great. How was the, We were just talking about it. How was the bus ride home last night? What time did you get in last night? We got back to Estevan just before 4 a.m. And I was joking with your old colleague, Lyle McGilvery, that I should have just came straight to the station and done the CJ morning show here because I was still wired at that time, Jeremy. So it was a late night. I, you know what? And I'm sure you could ask Lyle and he would tell you that I definitely did that a few times when I was in Estevan. I got right <laughs> off the bus and I just went straight to work uh, because we were a short staff. But, um, yeah. you know, before we get into last night's games, let's talk a little bit about last year, because it was your first year in the Saskatchewan Junior Hockey League, which is very exciting. And you couldn't have come in at a, uh, for a better year because Estevan played host of the Centennial Cup. They win their first uh, championship since 1999. What was last season like? Like for you as your first year in the SJHL? Oh, wow. Yeah, where to start? I mean, first of all, it was the most fun I've ever had broadcasting hockey in my life. First, most fun I've ever had broadcasting sports, period. And I've done a fair bit here, you know, kind of relatively still early in my career. So, um, yeah, I mean, it was a special group, Jeremy, right from the start. The players they brought in from the Mark Rumseys to the Olivier Pouliots to the Boston Belowses, a lot of major junior guys that just gelled so well. And uh, they lost 10 games, I believe, you know, all, all last season in the regular season. And then, you know, they really got it going in the playoffs. And, and the one thing I'll never forget about last year is, is the finals against the Flin Flon Bombers. I mean, that's the best hockey that I've ever uh, broadcasted live for sure. Um, just the travel and then the Whitney Forum and, and Affinity Place sold out here. Uh, the finals was just unbelievable. And obviously to win in game seven at home was was pretty you know, storybook stuff for this franchise here in Estevan. So all told last year, my first year felt very lucky to be a part of it. 
as you say, just came in at a great time, and it's a special season that I'm uh, that I was fortunate to be a part of, and it's one that uh, you know the city here will remember for a long time. Yes, that city will definitely remember it for a, an awful long time, at least till the next one, uh, the next time they win the <laughs> championship for sure. Let's get into this week. The Bruins have already been busy playing two games. Let's talk about the game on Tuesday. They earned their first win of the season, a 4-1 win over Nipawin. How was that game uh, for the Bruins? Yeah, they played very well in that game, Jeremy. That was their best effort of, of the season, I thought. And, uh, you know, they scored one in the first, had a really great second period. They added three more, and then they were able to take it home in the third. Um, you know, I thought they played uh, maybe a more disciplined game in that one on Tuesday. Um you know, I don't, maybe Nipplin wasn't at their best. I thought Nipplin was a lot better in yesterday's game. We can touch on that if you guys want to as well. But no, I thought that was, I thought, you know, that was Esteban's most complete game of the season and they got the two points. And, uh, you know, there's, there's a lot to like about this team early. Obviously the cage and Nipplin's a bit of a different dynamic, maybe a tougher place for, for visitors to play in as, as you guys know, but uh, they got the two points in that game and then maybe took a bit of a step back last night, but th there's a lot of, you know, there's a lot to like about this team early and, and we'll see how it goes. Uh, if they can improve as we go along here. Yeah. Let's move to last night's game. You know, they had a three, two, the Bruins had a three, two lead late in the second period, but then the Hawks just rattle off four straight goals. What happened, I guess, in Wednesday night's game after, you know, they got up three, two. Well, Bryden Kiesman happened, right? I mean, he's the SJHL's leading scorer right now. He's off to a hot start. He had the hat trick last night, high glove on all three. He can really shoot it. And uh, he was the driving force last night uh, for the Nippon Hawks. It was a good hockey game through 40 minutes, guys. I mean, it was back and forth, some lead changes. And then, as you say, just kind of early in the third, things kind of unraveled on the Bruins. Uh, Kiesman got the goal in the opening minute of the third. They scored three times in the first four minutes of the third, and, and the game was really over at that point. The Bruins are chasing. They got into some penalty trouble, which negated any comeback hopes that they had. Cam Herdlicka left with an injury, so that was part of last night's game as well. Um, so they were right there. They were right there after 40 minutes, and unfortunately for Esteban, Nipwin just came out in the third and, and took over. And, and so you know, after playing a pretty good game on Tuesday, I mean, you could argue that they took a bit of a step back uh, last night, now heading into Weyburn on, on Friday tomorrow. Have you heard anything about Cam's status? How's Cam doing? I have not. No, uh, it's undisclosed injury, and uh, you know we'll wait from from an update with the coaching staff there. Obviously, that'd be a big loss, Jeremy. Cam Hurdlick is the guy this year mm -hmm. uh, with the Bruins after what he did last year, right? So, Cam's a great kid. I've gotten to know him a little bit, and you know hopefully he's back in the in the lineup tomorrow. Yeah, and I'm sure the Bruins will want to have him back in the lineup as soon as yeah. possible. Uh, yeah, let's chat a little bit about uh, the game tomorrow against the Weyburn Red Wings, the first installment of the Highway 39 rivalry. What do you expect? Well, I expect a, a sold-out crowd and, uh, and a pretty fun atmosphere to be a part of. You know, that's one of the things I experienced last year for the first time. Even though the Bruins kind of dominated that mm -hmm. season series, the Weyburn fans still came out and, and they were still passionate as they always were. So it's a fun environment. It's a fun atmosphere. I think that season series is going to be a lot tighter this year. I know Weyburn is improved. Um, the Bruins obviously are not the powerhouse they were last year. So um, I think it'll be a good game. I, I think it's a big game for the Bruins mm -hmm. uh, after losing last night. And it's a bit of a litmus test early. I mean, they faced some adversity in the first four games. And now they got to go into a hostile environment, albeit with Bruins fans who travel to that rink. But uh, they got to go in on Friday night in Weyburn and try to beat this Red Wings team in a big rivalry game to try to get their second win of the year. So I, I expect a good hockey game tomorrow night. 
And uh, we'll see if the Bruins can bounce back. I'll be watching for that. When you look at this Viterra division, you know, you kind of mentioned it. Weyburn's improved. Melville's improved. Yorkton's off to a 3-0 and start. But it still seems like this division's kind of, you know, up in the air for anybody right now. It is. It is. And and going in, I was asked this question by Rob Hart, actually, my buddy up in Flin Flon. He asked me who's going to win the division. I said the Bruins. I still thought Estevan matched up very well against their division and, and thought they brought in enough in the offseason. Um, it is going to be a competitive division, Jeremy. Yorkton's been impressive through the first week, right? They beat the Bruins in two one-goal games to start the year. Looks like they got a stud in net in Caleb Allen, right? There were questions around that with DePape leaving. Uh, Melville, I think, is going to be much improved. I like a lot of their younger prospects last year. And then Weyburn, I obviously haven't seen live yet. Oh, I guess I saw him in the preseason. But, you know, I think they'll be a competitive bunch too. So you could argue this division's wide open. You really could, right? And uh, Yorkton, obviously the front runner early. We are only a week into the year. Um, obviously, the, the division games have have gone down a little bit since last year, right? The Bruins won't be playing Weyburn 10 times. But the early indicators are that, you know, this could be a very competitive division with a lot of parity and a lot of tight games. And so um, it'll be a good test for all for all the teams and for the Bruins to, to play all these divisional games to see where, where they stack up in the Viterra division. And that's the theme of the SJHL this season, and really in years past as well, is the parity in the league. And that's what makes the league so exciting and that's what's going to make those divisional games uh that much more important i guess final question for you nolan is you you've kind of already alluded to it but the fact that the bruins are one in three to start the year obviously that's not where they wanted how they wanted to be through four games but it seems like you know it's it's early right it's no time to panic in the in the estevan right now it's early. There's no time to panic. I know some of the fans are concerned with what we experienced last year. I think maybe the expectations were that, hey, we want another winning team. We're going for another championship. Right. Obviously, there was major changes. The team was always going to be very different. They've played four games. They've been in every game. Right? I'll point that out. And uh, you know, they've, they've, they've wound up on the wrong side of some scores early. No, I don't think it's time to push the panic button. I think this team's still gelling. I think they're still adjusting to the system that Jason Tatarnik wants to play. I think they've taken too many penalties in the first week, which has been a factor. Um, so we'll see. I mean, I, I do think it's a big game in Weyburn tomorrow night, though. I, I do. Um, just to see how this team responds to some early adversity. There's a lot of talent on this team. Guys like Alex Blanchard in the back end. He's a newcomer. Logan Ziegler up front has been impressive. Cade Runke and Cody Davis, I think, have been very, very good in the first week of the season. They're going to drive the bus up front. So there's a lot of pieces there. Hopefully Cam Hurlicka gets back healthy. He's an important piece to this team this year. And uh, we'll see if they can put it together. I, I, you know, It's going to be an interesting year. It's going to be interesting how it breaks down to follow this team because there were games last year, Jeremy, where we went in and you pretty much knew the Bruins were going to win the game, right? Going to Melville, going to Weber, right. them coming to Estevan. That's not the case this year. It's going to make for more exciting hockey for me as a broadcaster and for all the fans here in Estevan. So I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, and, and you kind of mentioned it too, is, you know, at the end of the day, there's so many new faces on this Estevan Bruins team. It's going to take some time. It's going to take some time for this team to gel. And, you know, once they get to kind of where they want to play and where Jason Tatarnik wants this team to be, you know, they're still going to be a great team this year. Absolutely. The other thing I'll point out, Jeremy, don't forget, there were guys brought in mid-season last year. Cade Runke right. came in a few weeks in. Eric Pierce, who you could argue was the playoff MVP for this team, came in, what, a month or two months in. So you know Jason Tatarnik, with his recruiting contacts that he has, he's going to look to bolster this team 
Because if there's one thing I've learned about him, he's not going to accept mediocrity. He wants to get this team back into the playoffs and compete for another championship. And that's what Estevan Bruin fans <laughs> want to hear for sure. Well, Nolan, thanks so much for taking some time to join us today. We really appreciate it. Have a great call in Weyburn tomorrow night, and we'll see you at the showcase. Thank you, Jeremy, for having me on, and great work with all the stuff you guys are doing. It's looking great so far. Great for the league. Thank you so much, Nolan. That is the play-by-play -play voice of the Estevan Bruins, Nolan Kowal. A great chat with Nolan from uh, a former voice of the Estevan Bruins to the current voice of the Estevan Bruins. Uh, and I, I agree with him, Clark. You know, it's four games into the season. There's no need to hit the panic button or anything like that. This is a team that, you know, they only had a handful of returning players this season. So it's going to take some time for them to gel. They're still going to be a solid team in this league this year. Yeah, we were talking about this the other day. And it's not only Estevan, but, you know, in a league like the SJHL where there's a lot of, it's a heavy 20-year-old league, when you lose as many impactful players as, as they did, um, you know, their leadership group for the most part and, and that kind of thing, and their starting goalie from last year, it's going to take some of the players who might have not been in the more impactful roles a little bit of time to uh, find out what their new role is, and maybe it, you know, take that leadership role, take on a little bit more of that uh, that brunt of everything. So it might take a little bit of time for those sure. guys. And and uh, yeah, like like Nolan said, uh, give give to Mr. Tatarnik a little bit of time, and he'll have those boys whipped into shape. I don't think they were necessarily out of it in any of these games either. So nope, they're they're not, keeping not, it close. Uh, yeah, 100%. Um, none of these games have been blowouts necessarily. I know they had a rough last half of the game against Nippowin the other night, but. Uh, you know, none of these games have been blowouts. I think they're right in it, and uh, I look forward to seeing them kind of develop as the year goes on. You lose two games by one to Yorkton, and then a tough, yeah, like you mentioned, a tough really five minutes against uh, Nipwin in the third period. They end up falling six to three. But I do have to correct you on one thing. It's I wouldn't say the SJHL is a heavy 20-year-old league, and the stats back it up, Clark. Oh, thank you, Jeremy. 24% 24, 24 of the SJHL is 20-year-olds, but, you know, in the uh, media package I actually have for the SJHL showcase, which we are going to get into, uh, the league's mostly made up of 18- and 19-year-olds. 18-year-olds uh, and younger actually make up 42% of the league, and 19-year-olds uh, make up 34% of the league. So I, I think there is a, you know, a notion that, you know, the SJHL is a heavy 20-year-old league, but... Uh, you know, when you actually look at the, the numbers and everything like that, the yeah, numbers actually back up that the league is starting to slowly get younger and younger. Maybe back when we were in the league, it was a, a bit more heavy on the 20-year-olds for sure. But yeah, the, I, going back to the Bruins, I, it's four games into the season. Yeah. I think you got to kind of right now at the beginning of the year, the first 10 games, you got to let play out and then you can kind of make a, a bit of a judgment call on how teams are doing because it's early. It's yeah. early. We are, uh, what, today's day seven of the SJHL uh, regular season. Unfortunately, no games tonight, but uh, we might as well preview the upcoming weekend. We talked about one game tomorrow in uh, the SJHL, a big one in, in uh, Weyburn between the Bruins and uh, the Red Wings. But tomorrow, Friday, is essentially, if you go and look at the schedule, there it is. It's rivalry day. Oof. In the SJHL regular season. Okay, there's one there that might not be as much of a rivalry as Melville takes on uh, the Battlefords. Maybe in, it's a brewing Alfred. rivalry. Maybe this could will be. start something. It could be. <laughs> but those other three are definitely prominent rivalries for sure. You have the LaRange Ice Wolves visiting the Flin Flon Bombers. You have the Estevan Bruins visiting the Weyburn Red Wings. And then you have the Humboldt Broncos battling 
the Melfort Mustangs. Like that's those three games, like those are three of the biggest rivalries in the Saskatchewan Junior Hockey League. But even that Melville Battlefords game is going to be extremely entertaining because you have Battlefords, who's 3 0 on the season. And worth mentioning, Melville has only played one game so far this year. Yeah, we got to get them on the ice. Well, funny you say that, Clark, because they're, gonna, they're about to get on the ice and they're about to be very busy because they actually have to play four games in five days. Uh, Friday, Saturday, they have Sunday off, and then they play Monday, Tuesday at the showcase. So they're going to be always fun. Four and five. Yeah. Always fun. Yeah. It's, uh, it's a busy time in the SJHL um, showcase and showcase weekend, I should say, for the uh, Melville Millionaires. But a lot, lots of great games there. Yeah. What stands out for you in those four? S. Van Wayburn. Yeah, I mean, of course. I, I, I might sound slightly biased He's just biased, because, folks. you know, I used to sell tickets to those games. That was part of my job. So S. Van Wayburn always had a sense of fun to it. But Let's be honest, LaRange, I, I love what they're doing up there in LaRange. Me too. Uh, I love the fact that they're going to go into Flin Flon and have a really fun time up there. Humboldt and Melford, I mean, those teams are going to be good this year. Uh, so to see what they can do against each other as well, sure. um, especially going into a showcase style of, of week coming up, um, they're going to want to send messages to mm -hmm. each other as well. So I think I think all four matchups have their own unique little up, uh, you know, positives. And I think mm -hmm. all of them have storylines. So um, I'm really looking forward to just seeing how it all kind of plays out in the next few days. Yeah, that Humboldt Melfort one is going to be outstanding because I think going into this season, a lot of teams or a lot of people peg those two teams to being two of the two of the, upper, top, you know, two of the top teams top in the SJHL. Yeah, sure. for sure. So I think it's going to, and I mean, after we've seen how they've kind of played out the season so far, again, small sample size for the Humboldt Broncos. They have only played one game winning 7-2 over Notre Dame. But Melford looks really good. They had a great outing against uh, the LaRange Ice Wolves and still a great outing against Flin Flon despite the loss. And then you go up against a Humboldt team that's only played the one game, but they're going to be uh, a great team this year. And it, it was a great game. So for them to have a home-and-home home right before the showcase, mm -hmm. uh, it's going to make for some exciting hockey. I'll just want to give a quick shout-out to LaRange, too. Loving the New Jerseys. Keep it up. Love the purple and the inclusion of the purple and the new logos and everything. I really like why they went with those. So shout out to LaRange. They are very sharp. Yes, yeah, I like we, them. Uh, I'm going to give a shout out actually to uh, those new Nipwin jerseys. Oh, yes. Yeah, we were talking about this. We the were other talking day. about those yesterday. And yeah. I was so I was in Nipwin on uh, last Saturday for their home opener against Flin Flon. And when I saw those jerseys, I thought like I had to ask the voice of the Nipwin Hawks, Clark Stork, um, if those were new. And he's like, they are. And they're very sharp. And I couldn't yeah. agree more. A lot of sharp. There's a lot of sharp jerseys. In this I haven't seen one I haven't liked yet. Melville's new jersey that they launched. Yeah. Sharp. Very sharp. Uh, you know, so there's a lot of. Estevan's new jerseys as well. The yellow. Mm -hmm. that, great. Great job all the around. The jersey game in I'm, the Saskatchewan. I, like, we could just go through all the teams, <laughs> we really. We could. We could. They're That'll be a whole show. Maybe maybe next week we'll talk about the jerseys across the league. Maybe. We'll or we save that conversation for a week where, like, during Christmas when there's no games going on and we could just dive into the jerseys yeah. of the and Saskatchewan. And we'll have lots of pictures and stuff to use at that point as well. So that'll be a good time. I 100%. Like um, I like let's get into, quickly, uh, Saturday. There is two games on the schedule right before um, the uh, SJHL showcase. That is the Melfort Mustangs and Humble Broncos going round two in their home and home. And then the other game is going to be the Kindersley Clippers playing host to the Melville Millionaires as 
Kindersley looks for their first win of the season. Uh, tough shootout loss uh, to Notre Dame on Tuesday. Uh, but they'll be looking for their first win. And, uh, you know, we'll see if what Melville will be. Uh, Melville might be looking for their first win, too. We don't know because they're going to be playing Battleford on Friday. But still a busy weekend of hockey around the Saskatchewan Junior Hockey League. Uh, before the SJHL showcase. Yeah, and like you said, Kindersley, uh, they're going to be at home. They also, I think, are, are revealing New Jerseys potentially this weekend. I think they put out a tweet the other day that they're going to have a New Jersey. I think Jersey. they already played with them. They might have played with them already. That might have been that game. That so been. either way, lots of exciting. I just love talking about jerseys. So I don't know if you guys can tell. He's uh, excited. But uh, yeah, it's going to be good. And, you know, Melville Kindersley, that's going to be an important game again because, uh, you know, again, you said this already, but Melville hasn't played many games. So they're going to want to start getting some, you know, their legs under them a little bit and get some wins under their belts, uh, especially if they're going to be seeing a lot more division rivals later in the season, which is usually how it goes, uh, to get some wins early, on, especially on the road, always important. And I think just building momentum ahead of the SJHL showcase, which runs Sunday through Wednesday at Legends Arena in Warman. I mentioned earlier on in uh, the show, uh, if you can't make it to the Legends Arena in Warman, good news, all the games are going to be on SaskTel, thanks to the partnership between the SJHL and SaskTel, which is outstanding. And you can still watch the games on Hockey TV. And I do believe, I still got to find out. I'm pretty sure it's SAS, uh, on the Sassel Facebook page. The games were last year. So uh, there's many outlets to check out the SJHL showcase this year. Like I mentioned earlier, two games on uh, Sunday, four games on Monday, four games on Tuesday, two games on Wednesday. It's going to be very busy. I'm going to quickly uh, run through the SJHL showcase schedule because it's a busy one. So Kindersley will take on LaRange Sunday afternoon at 4.30. Nippowin will visit York, or not visit York. All the games are at the Legends <laughs> Arena. I'm just visiting. in such a habit of saying <laughs> that. They visit somebody. They host somebody. Chair, they all, all the games are at the Legends Arena. Anymore. Yeah, they're all visiting. Nipwin's taking on Yorkton, 7.30 Sunday night. Then the first game bright and early on Monday, 10 30. LaRange will battle Humboldt. Then you have Yorkton versus Kindersley. Melville battling Notre Dame. Flynn Flon against Weyburn. So those games are 10-30, 1-30, 4-30, Then on Tuesday, Melfort will take on Notre Dame at 10-30. Melville battles Flynn Flon at 1-30. Battlefords will meet Weyburn at 4-30. And then the final game on Tuesday will be Humboldt against Esteban, which should be a great game. All these games are going to be great. Um, they really, the schedule makers, whoever makes the schedule for the um, SJHL showcase or just the schedule in general, I think they did a really good job on the schedule making for the showcase this year. And then finally on Wednesday, 10.30 in the morning, Battlefords against Melfort. And then the showcase wraps up with the third meeting of the season already. And it would be, eh, that's the third meeting in about eight days between Estevan and Nippon to close off the showcase. Yeah, Estevan getting that high-flying Nippon Hawk team right away. And so, again, we talked about this the other day, you and I, Jeremy, but just like a good test for Estevan to kind of get their get their feet back under them mm -hmm. after a championship season is I would say, you know, get out there against some really good competition early. So Nipawin's doing that for them. <laughs> so maybe, you know, a slap in the mouth might wake them up a little bit and it's not a bad thing, let's say early in the season. Uh, so that that's, that's going to be exciting, but all the games, I mean, how is, how is it, how is it, how easy is it to wake up, you know, a 10 30 game? You might mm -hmm. think, Oh man, a 10 30 hockey game. That's, that's tough. 
not when it's Battleford Melford. Like that's no, a, no, that's no. a good one. Uh, so that's going to be a fun one to get up for uh, for all involved in that one. Uh, so again, showcase is such a wonderful four days. It's jam packed. There's always something going on, and I'm excited to see. Again, I said this earlier, but all the content that's going to come out of it, all the coverage we're going to have for this, uh, it's it's just going to be nonstop for four days. It's going to be great. All the games in their entirety on SaskTel and Hockey TV, which is outstanding. Clark kind of alluded to it. You know, we're going to be pumping out the content on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, YouTube. YouTube's a big one. Please subscribe to our YouTube because that's where you're going to get all those uh, videos, interviews, and everything like that. So that's a good one. Of course, TikTok. Our TikTok's been really taking off, and we are on TikTok Live right now yes. uh, for the people watching on TikTok, which is great because yeah. they kind of get an inside scoop because this is a recorded show, but they get to see kind of an inside sc scoop of the show. So I actually got a comment on our TikTok live stream. Excellent. And this is actually a good question because question. we did kind of touch on this a little bit earlier. Sure. But Jeremy, Dev92 says, says, I'm not sh I don't understand fully why you guys do the showcase. So we talked about this uh, earlier with the amount of opportunity these players mm -hmm. are getting. And the reason we call it a showcase is... To showcase all the players. To showcase all the players. So maybe do you want to just touch on again... The, the all the aspects to why this is such an important event. Well, I think the big thing is a lot of teams, or not teams, a lot of leagues across Canada at the Junior A level do a showcase. Um, you know, across really all all four Western provinces, there's a showcase event, and it provides those opportunities for scouts to come to a neutral place and get a chance to see these players that they might not normally get to see. Obviously, technology has become a huge thing. Scouts are now seeing players online. They're seeing highlights. They're seeing uh, just games on hockey TV, which of course you can watch games on hockey TV if you uh, want to watch your favorite team when they're on the road. But it allows more exposure for these players who are looking to try and advance their hockey careers going on to that next level uh, when it comes to schooling. For both schooling, for studies, and then also both for their hockey careers. Because some players could move on and play you know, NCAA, both Division One or Division Three. There's youth sports, uh, you know, ACAC. There's lots of different routes. Tons for, of routes. There's so many different routes when it comes to schooling. And this just provides a... Uh, kind of like a one-stop shop for scouts yeah. as they can kind of come to one place they fly in uh, or drive in and they get to check out you know all the teams in the Saskatchewan Junior Hockey League for four days twice twice yeah not just one it's not but they can also kind of get an eye to see you know they might see some players that they've not seen before and then they can kind of keep an eye on the rest of the season, and then that player might get an opportunity to go on to the next level and go yeah. play at a you know a, a school in whichever league. So there's a lot of um, there's a lot of great opportunity with the SJHL showcase and a lot of great opportunity uh, for these players at an event like this to right. make some a, a lot of great contacts uh, when it comes to schooling. Uh, across North America. And Dev just goes on to say, I get that. I totally understand. I think a showcase later in the season uh, would might be more worthwhile because they'd have more team chemistry. One thing to remember is, like Jeremy already said, every league has a showcase. So, mm -hmm. you know, you have to make sure that it works so that you're not bumping up against another showcase either. So uh, there's, there's a time and a place for everything. But this is, like you said, 12 games in four days. It's going to be a super good opportunity for these players to see, or these scouts to see all these players. Uh, yep. And I have, again, firsthand seen players get scholarships from this event so it's a great event and the one thing I'll just I guess finalize and add I, I get the point about you know it yeah it is early on in the season but the big thing is for a lot of these college teams they they haven't started their years yet 
So it gives some a little bit of opportunity for for scouts or coaches potentially of those college programs to get away for a day or it's, two. Yeah, it's easier for them maybe yeah. at this point to get uh, around. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, but there's lots of. I mean, we could talk about this all day. Uh, when <laughs> and we, yeah, you know what? But let's, we're not going to talk. Let's about extend this. the show. <laughs> we're not going to talk about this no, all day. No, but, no. Uh, it's a very exciting week in the SJHL between obviously the regular season game and that's the other thing. Just finally, when it comes to the showcase, these games matter. They all matter. Two points are on the line when it comes to the standing. So, you, you know, these games matter. So teams are going to be battling it out um, for sure. So it's a busy stretch of hockey uh, in the Saskatchewan Junior Hockey League. We got four, four games Friday, two games Saturday, two games Sunday, four games Monday, four <laughs> games Tuesday, two games Wednesday. Buckle up. I don't know how I remembered all that, but <laughs> it's going to be a lot of hockey. Oh, and we're very sense. excited for uh, the... Uh, for the SJHL showcase yeah. and everything like that coming down the pipe. But um, for next week, we're still going to be back in the studio for SJHL Insider next week. However, we should mention our other show, SJHL Weekly, with myself, uh, Rory McGoran, and Jamie Nugabauer. We're going to have two shows next week <gasps> for SJHL Weekly. Not one, but two. Uh, we're going to have them, and they're going to be live from the SJHL showcase uh, at noon both days on uh, the SJHL Facebook, SJHL Twitter, and of course on the SJHL YouTube. We'll have guests, we'll have our analysis like we always do. Um, it's going to be great. We're going to have both of those shows uh, brought, you know, brought to you on to all those platforms. So stay tuned for those. Uh, but like Clark mentioned, we're also going to have a lot of great content on all the different social medias. You're going to see interviews. Mm -hmm. uh, you're going to see some highlights. You're going to see some, some clips. It's going to be a great time. Uh, I just can't wait to get it all under undergo. You know. And it's going to be, uh, yeah, we mentioned numerous times. It's going to be a busy week uh, for myself. It's going to be a very busy week because uh, tomorrow morning or Friday morning, I'm actually going up to Flin Flon. I'm yes. going to go see LaRange versus Flin Flon. I'm excited for any of our Flin Flon or uh, LaRange fans that are making the trip. Uh, I will be at that game, so feel free to come by, say hi. Uh, I'll be getting content for SJHL.ca, all of our social medias and everything like that. And then I'll be making the haul to Saskatoon and Warman for the SJHL showcase and be there from Saturday to Wednesday. So it's going to be a, a very busy time. Going to be putting a lot of miles on the vehicle, but uh, we'll be back here in studio uh, next Thursday for our third episode of SJHL Insider. I guess before we go, Clark, uh, your final thoughts on, I guess, the week that's coming up for the SJHL. We're about to see a ton of games in a short period of time. Mm -hmm. And I, I know that like we were talking about some of the stat leaders and stuff um, before this show started. By next Thursday, it's going to look completely different. It is. Uh, we're going to, like, guys are going going to go from like one to four games played mm -hmm. to almost, you know, eight almost for some guys. So it's going to be a, a really big jump by next week. So you're going to not want to miss the SJHL Weekly or SJHL Insider next week because there's going to be a lot to update. And it's, it's tough to look at stats so far early on this season just yeah. because there are like Nipwin for example uh they've played or they've already played four games so yes. there's a lot of players in Nipwin and they've scored a lot of goals so they're going to be at the top of the stats leaders but before we go we have to give a big shout out to all of our sponsors all of our SJHL podcasts are presented by SGI 
But a big shout out to all of our sponsors who really help uh, put these shows together because without them, uh, we wouldn't be able to put on all this great content for you. Uh, Chevrolet, Viterra, RBC, Sastel, Saskatchewan Construction Safety Association, Direct West, Tourism Saskatchewan. Thank you, thank you, thank you uh, for sponsoring our shows. It's outstanding. Of course, you can find SJHL Insider every Thursday afternoon on wherever you can get your podcast, both on Apple and Spotify. You can watch the video version of the show on our YouTube page. And there's, like I mentioned, there's going to be a lot of, we mentioned there's a lot of great content coming your way. So be sure to like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, and be sure to subscribe to our YouTube page because that's the one we really want to grow. And that's where you're going to find a lot of great uh content moving forward and a lot more i guess extended video content yeah. in the saskatchewan junior hockey leagues so it's a very exciting time stay connected with us on all of our social media platforms until next time he's clark monroe my name's jeremy corgan and this has been another edition of sjhl insider <laughs>